Hey everyone, today we are going to geek out a little bit on some more brain science. If you've been listening for a while, you know I really like to dig into and understand the why of how things happen in our life as it relates to all things time management, organization, and productivity. Why do we get stuck procrastinating? Why do we lose focus? All of that. And when we understand what's going on in our brains, a lot of times that really helps us do a better job of recognizing when we're heading down that way. So I've got a guest here today who really specializes in this. And the conversation, we actually just finished the conversation. There was a really, the biggest takeaway for me, and I can't wait for you guys to hear about it, is kind of understanding some bad things that have happened to our brains, just in terms of our routines, our habits, or whatever that have happened due to so much uncertainty that is going on right now. And so having this conversation and understanding what's really going on in there, and then more importantly, what we can do about it is amazing. So let's go ahead and hit play on this. And I can't wait for you guys to meet Alex. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. Just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. I have a beautiful guest in her hot pink here with me today, Alex Carter. We... God, how did we meet? I guess we met virtually as everybody does this day and age because we both share a passion for productivity, especially for women, especially for moms building businesses. And Alex has an amazing background, which I will let you introduce yourself, but geeks out on all things with our brain, what's going on scientifically in there as it relates to productivity, which I love learning from. So I'm excited to have this conversation today. Alex, why don't you kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Megan. And thanks for everyone for listening and tuning in. So yeah, I'm Alex Ann Kreider, and I have a background in educational technology and, you know, after being in that role of director over several years and being in what I also very male dominated kind of working environment, especially with technology and the pressures and, you know, got to work harder. You got to prove yourself, right? As many of us female high achievers feel these pressures, you know, I tied so much of my worth to my work and I ended up down the cycle and landed myself in a complete, complete burnout. And the funny thing is, I think it's quite funny is that even going down that path, I didn't acknowledge that I had burnt out or was burning out until months after I ex- experienced this process. And yeah. so after this burnout, I ended up on this self recovery, self journey to like understand and uncover like what happened, you know, like I studied all the productivity hacks to, you know, get more done in less time and be able yeah. to be more productive, yet I still burnt out. And on this process, I discovered that it was actually my brain that led down to this path of burnout. It was the brain that was creating this anxiety because of all the thoughts and beliefs that were going on autopilot that I have no idea about in my subconscious mind that would make me work harder and hustle. And 
the reality is our bodies just aren't meant for that, right? We were meant to have rest and, and, you know, and I'm sure we'll go into some of those things. Yeah. And on this whole self-discovery of, you know, working through my anxiety and my depression, I also found myself on a path to become a certified neuro coach. And then I got fascinated with sort of studying the brain science and also high achievers. And what is it, you know, what creates the procrastination? What creates the perfectionism? Why is it we get stuck in these cycles? And on my own path to journey as becoming an entrepreneur, so I gave birth to a baby and a business at the same time. And when we met, Megan was on my one of my most recent summits, Productivity Secrets yeah. of Female Millionaires. And I really wanted to dive into, okay, what are some of the productivity secrets and neuro secrets of productivity to reach that sort of millionaire status to create a bigger impact in the world without becoming burnt out? Because I found myself going from corporate on this journey of entrepreneurship, right, to create more time and more freedom. And yet very quickly, I found myself, oh my goodness, I'm noticing these patterns. (laughs) Yeah, even less than I was a baby, which which in some ways would be more productive. But I noticed again, because, you know, as we up level, like kind of say new level, new devil, I'd work through the things through my mind and my subconscious, you know, starting the business. But as again, I start to level up, I start to notice these subconscious thoughts keep coming up again. And this is where, yeah, I'm just fascinated to really help female high achievers create the life, the business, the health, the success that they get to create in this world and doing it while not ending up overworked, overwhelmed and burnt out in the process. And yeah, so that's kind of where I am today, working and mentoring and coaching other female high achievers to really help that become possible. And it's been a great experiment being a mom and yeah. an entrepreneur to make this happen. And so there's a lot of trial and error and kind of figuring it out and sort of paving the path for, you know, women behind me to show them that, you know, it is possible. You know, we really can sort of say, have it all. Like, we, you know, whatever's in line with us and we make it possible. And I would say, Megan, I mean, when you and I first met, you were an amazing example of that talk, you know, sharing with me, like really like how much time you worked in a day, how you had this time for your daughter. And it's women like yourself that I look up to and admire. And that's, I'm so determined to, to also figure this out because yeah, at the end of the day to not feel overwhelmed and not feel exhausted and, and feel energized when you're spending time with your, your friends and your family and your kids. I mean, it's so, it's so enjoyable and it creates happiness Right. Yeah. And I, it's just, I love your story because you and I are, as we learned when we first met, so similar with the background and the very, you know, tech space, very male oriented. And I think that that while it brought a ton of amazing things that I'm thankful to have had, it also created some pretty bad patterns mm-hmm. that have taken me years and I'm still in the journey of kind of recovery mode from some of that as well. And I'm, I'm interested to talk, I mean, even before we started recording this, you were sharing some really interesting things about our brain, which I want to go back and talk about, because I think our listeners are going to love that. But I know when I first, and I'm curious to know if you find this with a lot of the women that you meet and coach, when I made the decision to just go, you know, all in entrepreneur, leave corporate, leave that stability, truly own my own time, all of the initial, and you know, this was... I'd say I really started researching into this space seven, eight years ago. And I felt like then everything was the word, the keyword was hustle and everyone was Gary V, right? Go like, just go all in for two to three years. And then you can sit back and, you know, reap the, all the rewards of all of that. 
And I wish my older me could now go back because I, I tried that for a good year and then ended up that complete burnout. And I'm recognizing now, I think I could have gotten to where I am today faster if I hadn't done that. And I think a lot of it is just as women, we carry a lot more between our ears than men do. So it's just, it's a very different thing. So I'd love for you to bring up what we were just talking about before of right now, as we're in still the world of the pandemic, every day we wake up, we don't know what the new rules are going to be. Are we home or are we work our kids home? What does that look like? The impact that this is having on our brain and therefore our productivity, because what you shared was mind blowing to me. I love that. Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge, and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink Bee app. So open up either your app store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink Bee, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app. Well, it's interesting. It's something that I only sort of discovered really recently, what I happened to notice was like getting back to my routine, sort of speak, or trying, or even just creating a routine. What the heck is my routine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. With, with a baby. And you know, I heard some people say, oh, you have a baby, you know, it's a really good excuse and all this. And, and so I kind of started to fall into that. But also when there's so much instability around us, what's happening with our brains, we're creating these inconsistent brain patterns. And yeah. so the excuses become so much more natural. Like I can't make a commitment because I don't know. And what mm-hmm. happens when we have, you know, it really only takes like 67 repetitions of a certain thought pattern to become on automatic. And so you say before 67? You, yeah, 67. 67. Okay. So all it takes is 67 times where, you know, you commit to something and you need to pivot and you commit to something and you need to pivot. And, and we talked before, like having the flexibility is super important. But at the same time, we do need some sort of predictability and our brains create these, these patterns, like just like with habits, right? You want to develop a new habit. We want to keep at it consistently for 67 days so that it becomes automatic. Well, what's happening is if you're consistently making a commitment and then changing it, the new thought pattern is essentially becoming, you know, lack of integrity or lack of follow through. So now it becomes... The thought pattern that's on automatic is you're not going to fall through. You're not going to fall through. You're not going to fall through. You lack consistency, lack consistency, lack consistency. So the moment you go and sort of make a declaration, because that's a big thing to the brain is being able to declare something. So deciding in advance, you know, this is what I'm going to declare. And then staying committed to the end result until you get there. But if you're consistently declaring things and it's not happening because of so much inconsistency and unpredictability around us, your brain's seeing this. And so it's like, it doesn't believe you. It doesn't trust you. You're not following through. And so this was something I noticed, you know, when I first had Abby, you know, I had my first 
my first event, online event, my first summit. And, you know, my follow through really, it seemed really, really good. And slowly over time, I started to notice, you know, especially with, with babies, because they're so unpredictable, you know, every week you're changing your schedule. And so my brain started to see this. And so I would declare, like, even just getting back to my workouts, which were so important to me. I'm like, all right, I'm finally ready to get back into it. And, you know, I'd maybe do two or three days and then I'd fall off. Yep. But my brain, but this is what my brain saw. They're like, no, but this is normal to constantly yeah, this have is what this we thing. do right now. We yeah. say we're going to do it and we do it for a little bit and then we, and then we change. So that was a big, you know, it's, again, this, this is this observation. So when we talk about motivation, we talk about focus and we talk about, oh, I'm starting to feel tired. We give into the tiredness because that's what our brain sees. Our just brain just sees that this, you know, you're not reliable and you're not being integral. And so personally, when I started to finally realize this and, you know, listening to my mentors and having this sort of aha moment of like, why is it I can't even get back to my workouts? And I was working out consistently for two and a half years before I had Abigail. And yet over the past year, you know, and I started to notice my anxiety started to increase. Mm -hmm. I started to, you know, find, you know, the spouts of depression started to come in and things like that. I was like, what is going on? It's like, because things that meant a lot to me, which getting my body moving, having that, you know, some quiet time with journaling and meditation, things to really like set myself up for success. I wasn't, you know, I was saying I was going to do it and I wouldn't fall through. And so this is where I started to get really curious and understand, okay, so what's happening, but we're seeing this all around us as well. I mean, I'm, I am like reliving the last six months of my (laughs) life. And I'm like, there it was, there it was as soon as you're saying this, because I think for me, when the pandemic hit, of course, we were all kind of like, what? And then once that realization hit of, okay, we're going to be doing virtual school for quite some time, then at least I was able to get reestablish new routines and get back in the groove. But then, and so I was there, but then as the school year ended and we were heading into summer and the uncertainty this year, all of a sudden everything was back in the, we don't know. And I feel like it has taken up until about two weeks ago starting from last spring to now, like I look back at those last several months, I'm just, there was no consistency, no routine, no nothing. So what would you say is a good place for people to get started if they're in that place now where they're like, yeah, all my used tos or whatever are gone. I'm feeling almost like I failed myself or I'm incapable of getting back on because we still have uncertainty. How can we get some wins and start getting those patterns back now? I would start really, really simple. Like, even if it's you're committed to showering every day, and I know that sounds really crazy, but I mean, mom out there, (laughs) right? Like just pick something, you know, or I am going to, you know, get dressed. And I say that because I know people are still having pajama days. It's just pick something. And I would say, start simple and just start to redevelop that habit and really commit to it. And and it's because it's really retraining your brain. It's retraining your brain to show, you know what, what I declare, I fall through on. So you got to decide it in advance. I would encourage you to decide it publicly, share it with some friends. So that, of course, for the accountability piece and yeah. really commit to yourself, you know, set an alarm on your phone and, you know, put some, a sticky note, something that really, you know, that you can commit to for the next 67 days to start training your brain to show that, okay, I can rely on myself. I am integral with my word. I do follow through because if we're looking at being consistent in our businesses and showing up and all these things, and yet we can't even show up for ourselves, then it's like our brain has lost trust on us. And a lot of it is earning the trust back with ourselves 
to then be able to go out there in the world and share what we do. And that's, it's such a big thing. And so, you know, even if it's, it's movement, like, and I, I want to say start simple, right. And I think this is the part with me is like, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to press play every day. And I was like, okay, let's about just go to move the body every day. Right. But it's something that's that the you, thing. When you get a high achieving women, I mean, it is a, okay, I'm getting back on track again. So I'm going to get rid of all the junk food. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to get my work schedule. It's like, we list the 50 things we're going to get back into. And then we want <laughs> and it's great for two days and then it's not. So I love that you were saying, pick one and just make it achievable. Yeah. And, and pay, it, back in that pattern. and pay attention to the excuses that come up, right? Like really make this declaration. Like I am committed for the next 67 days to do X, Y, Z. And notice and pay attention, you know, like what is coming up? What is the excuse that's coming up that's stopping you from completing that? So what I decided, like how to create this for me was I actually started at hard 75 and it's been that amazing. Seems like not simple. That's no, that is to me, not a simple declaration and tell people what the hard 75 is who have not heard of it. So the hard 75 is you're committed to two works, two 45 minute workouts a day, one, which is outside. You commit to 10 pages of reading drinking a gallon of water, picking some sort of diet meal plan to follow and taking a progress picture every day. I believe that's everything. Oh, and no alcohol and no cheat meals for 75 days. And you're right. I know that is a simple. <laughs> Listeners, this is not what she means by simple. <laughs> but it has been really, really interesting going through the experience. And I want to share something that came up last week because I, the thing is, and actually this is what I encourage with whatever you end up declaring is that if you skip a day, you start back at day one and you recommit to the next 67 days. So with Heart 75, if you don't complete any of these tasks, you've got to restart. And last Friday, it was about 8 p.m. And I still hadn't done any of my workouts or my reading. And I mean, I was like, oh, it's only two weeks in. Whatever, I'll just restart. The workout program following is 13 weeks. I was like, you know, even if I restart, I'll, I'll finish in line with this, the workout program I'm doing. And I, I caught myself, right? Here's an example. Again, this is my brain trumping, right? It's you know, coming in and like I'm making all these excuses for me. And I was like, no, I decided in advance that I was committing to this program and I'm going to complete it in excellence. And I'm going to, you know, it's get, getting out of my way. As high achievers, we are, we, we get in our own ways. It's, you know, when we're trying to do something, we talk about the procrastination and the perfection of all of this stuff, right? We are like, we have amazing gifts, we're also become some of our worst enemies. So because I caught myself, I was like, no, I made this commitment and I don't care if it's Friday night at eight o'clock. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to read my book. I do my walk and come back and do my workout. And I did it. And I, you know, I was so proud of myself because I was like, here's an example of my brain getting in the way of, because of this uncertainty. And the thing is, is it happens so subconsciously. We're not even really aware of it. And so it's just, that's the invitation. Just declare something simple and pay attention to what's coming up, you know, even write it down because that's where you're going to start to connect with us subconsciously what's running on autopilot. Because the reality is whatever thoughts and beliefs are running on autopilot, they feed into the decisions that we make, right? Do I do my workout or do I take my shower or not? Based on the decisions you make, you're going to make some actions. Based on the actions you're going to take is going to create results. So it all comes back to what's going on subconsciously. And so this is why I loved, like, especially tapping to high achievers and learning about this and and what, you know, really fuels us and 
what is like contributing to the results that we're getting or not getting and just hearing like, you know, the, the mass, the amazing thing now is I can have conversations and I can hear the, the subconscious thoughts going on. We are not even aware. I don't know how many times I've said to a client, I just heard you say, and they're like, I never said that because we, because we say it, but we're not aware subconsciously what the thought is and the belief is around something. Yeah. And I think I'll be interested to hear if you notice this with yourself as well. I love that you said, you know, you're still work in progress. God knows I'm still paraphrasing your words, but I'm definitely still a work in progress. It is so much easier when you're working on something, you know, that you're trying to have consistency or change or whatever. I find I can see it in others and can coach them so well. And then as soon as I'm done, I'm like, Oh, Megs, why don't you take some, uh, you need to do better at actually taking your advice. Like I have a much easier time recognizing it and supporting others through it sometimes than I do coaching myself and staying in integrity with me. A hundred percent. You know, that's sort of a declaration I sort of made when I realized what was happening was like, I really want to get back to practicing what I preach. Because I believe that. I mean, I've put together, you know, my achievement mindset method because it's based on what I've put into practice and how I've been able to really work through the burnout and, you know, recognize even as an entrepreneur what was happening. That's why, you know, I put this together. And it, it is fascinating how, yeah, we're so good at coaching others and we can see it in others. And I think this is why it's so important that you know, we have our own coaches, right? Because we oh, are, <laughs> I love it. Someone explained this to me. is like, we, we often just can't see our blind spots. No. Right? And I always tell people, I'm like, do not invest in someone helping you with whatever it is, whether it's business, whether it's health, whether it's whatever that has not, because I mean, sometimes you take a break or, you know, in between whatever, but has not, or isn't currently investing in themselves in that in that space, because I think you get, you get stagnant. And I mean, the coaches I've worked with over the last seven, eight years, it's been a variety of different ones for different things when you're working through different stages of life. But I think there's nothing more refreshing than being coached by someone who isn't willing, you know, who's willing to go, oh yeah, yeah, I totally caught myself doing that as well. And here's what we do when we catch ourselves in that space. I love that. Well, it's like, you know, my coach alone yesterday said something on our coaching session. And it honestly, it, I just love this. And I really want to share with the community because I think it ties in a little bit what we're talking about. She said, don't change your goal, change Never. your mind. Yeah. She said, change your mind, right? It's the neural path is that we have the ability to reprogram. So if you commit to, you know, moving your body every day for 15 minutes, don't change the goal of moving your body for 15 minutes every day. You've got to change the mind. You got to change the belief. You got to change the wiring that's going on there in autopilot and, and rewire that piece. So whatever success you're trying to create in your life and your business, right? Go for it. It's just rewriting the neural pathways that'll get you there. And that's why I love, I do love diving into the neuroscience of our productivity because honest, like that's, we are the ones that are holding us back. You can try every productivity hack out there, but if you don't believe in yourself, and you have all of this internal dialogue that stems from when you're a kid, you no know, being told you got to work hard, being told you can't do it, you know, you're not worthy, all of these things. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what productivity hack or course that you take. You're still going to have the, the internal dialogue going on an autopilot. And so we got to rewire that to create the new neural pathway, the new path of, of journey to success based on 
yeah, what you want to create. So good. I'll tell you, I am not as ambitious. I'm, I'm not doing the hard 75, but one of the big changes I really want back in my life that I let fall through the cracks over the last five months, I've shared very openly. I struggle with meditation. That is not a natural thing, but yet when I do it, I reap all, I 100% believe in it, but every single day I have the same conversation in my head, which is, this is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. You could go be quote productive instead of sitting in a chair. I mean, I have played this. I'm still in the battle of it, not being a habit yet. And so I was working with my coach Mindy through that and I now have it so simplified that, okay, for the next month I sit and do, there's a little five, five, seven breathing thing that she has always coached me through. I'm going to sit at my desk and I'm going to do that five times before I launch into work. Like literally we're talking a minute of my day here. And this morning was the first morning I sat down and it just came natural to do that. So I'm like, okay, we are making progress. I am rewiring my brain. The next step will then be the, okay. And now we're going to step into three minutes of guided meditation, three minutes. So again, it doesn't have to be earth changing, but I had gotten in that habit. And then I allowed all of the changes to undo all of that work I had done. And so now I'm like, okay, I got to start. I'm just starting laying the foundations for this again. And, you know, I may be someone that it's never what I am drawn to love to do. And it may always be, it may never truly become a real definition of a habit. I don't know, but I do know that I am telling, I I am keep, like you said, just that back of integrity. I am Mm -hmm. building that for myself so that when the next thing comes, I can say, well, I did that. So why can't I do that? And one thing I want to also just add to, you know, when the audience, they choose to start this out is, you know, print out a calendar, print Mm -hmm. out a way to track it because what's happening with your brain is you're visually seeing that you, you completed something and then you're naturally getting little releases of dopamine, the feel good chemical, which is really what activates our motivation and our ability to continue. There's nothing better than check in. And if you're using the top planner, that's what that daily habit checkbox up at the top is for. So it's like this morning I got to check my, did my little breathing? And it just, man, it feels good. Of course, with a pink pen, got my little check in there. But it feels good. And we, we forget that too, right? And like, this is the thing I'm noticing. This is the big thing I dove into myself. I was like, why is it I'm going 75% of the way, but I'm missing that top 25%. It goes back to like, you know, you might be doing the activity, but that little checkbox is like that next 25. It's to show mm-hmm. your brain. It again is to, that's part of the foundation of developing that neural pathway and that just that, that habit. And so your brain can see it because as as high achievers, we are so good at dismissing the work that we do. And we tend oh, to focus yeah. so much on, oh, I, I didn't complete it. Oh, I got to start again. And it's like, okay, maybe you do need to start again because life does happen. But look at the progress you made the first time around. I, I noticed this too. Like I, you know, cause I'm, I'm also being reminded that I just, I just think as part of, as I say, we're always very focused on, yeah, where we're heading, which is awesome. We also don't want to lose sight of, of the journey and the person we've become along the way. And, and that's why I reiterate, like staying committed to the process of the end goal, like going back to, okay, why are you choosing whatever little habit you choose to declare? Why is it so important to you? And yes, life will happen. Be flexible. Give yourself grace because life does happen. And then just get back on track. 
you know, and just remind yourself why. And I think that was another thing that I learned was I was so hard on myself, like, oh my goodness, I've declared this how many times and, you know, I'm still not doing this. And we just end up beating ourselves up, which is really not, we're ended, we're feeling more the history was really want to stay focused on our future and our vision and where we're heading because our brains are wired to keep us in the safe and familiar, which is where we currently are now and what's behind us. And we need to activate our brain for our success that lies ahead of us, no matter whatever the you know eye on the prize is, is to keep your eye on the prize no matter what and give yourself grace. Maybe it might take a little bit longer, but if you know why you want to achieve that, just I compare it to a, running a half marathon. You know, I know I'm going to be running for a few hours, so I'm, I'm just, I'm setting myself up to just enjoy the journey. And I know I'm going to be running for a few hours and yeah. Okay. The achievement me off, you know, got little time goals, but I'm kind of just like settling in. It's not about being the fastest. It's just taking in the sights and enjoying it versus, you know, running a 5k where you're like, okay, I want to try to get this done as fast as possible. So enjoy the journey, enjoy the marathon or the half marathon and just, yeah, keep your eye on the prize and, and, and stay focused on where you're heading you know, not from where you necessarily came from. Oh, I love that. So good. Alex, thank you for being here today. Where can everybody hook up with you? So I've got my website at alexandcarter.com. And if you now will have it in the show notes for everybody listening. I've also got a Facebook community called Productivity Secrets of a High-Performing Female Leader that you guys can all come join me on. And my Instagram at alexanne.carter. Yeah, alex.leanne.carter. And I do also have like my top 12 productivity brain hacks available on my website as well so that you guys can get. And that will help you with exactly what we've been talking about today, right? Help you kind of lay that foundation, help you make the declarations for your brain, and then really help with that follow-through to build little by little that integrity with yourself again, and that trust with yourself again. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, guys and ladies. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.